This podcast is brought to you by Voice of Vets. Voice of Vets. Hear it. Feel it. Feel it. Feel it. Feel it. We are joined by Prasa spokesperson Makwasini Ndojwa to expand on the impact of COVID-19 on the railway industry. Thank you so much, Mr. Ndojwa, for joining us here on the COVID Report. And firstly, the transport sector issued new public transport regulations under lockdown level three. How have the new regulations affected your business and daily operations at Prasa? Uh, greetings and thank you very much for having me. Look. Um, Since moving to level three lockdown, we have uh, been able to improve uh, our capacity in terms of uh, the passengers that we move per train from uh, 52% to around 72%. Um, We are happy and satisfied with uh, the service so far. Uh, We have also opened uh, other lines uh, moving uh, to level two. Uh, we are, for instance, uh, running the Pinar Sport uh, to Pretoria line plus uh, Liralla to Ierlandsfontein in Gauteng, and we will be bringing in uh, more lines uh, in the next day or so. Uh, in Cape Town, Western Cape, we're very uh, happy with the functioning of the central line, uh, including the Eastern Cape uh, and uh, KZN. So in, in terms of um, you know, the enforcement of uh, the COVID-19 safety regulations, we are very pleased with uh, um, the, how our passengers uh, are conducting themselves uh, in terms of adhering to those regulations everybody comes in with a mask uh, you know there's no eating and drinking on trains and people ob- uh, observe social distancing and not eating and drinking so we are fairly pleased that uh, you know we are able to offer a service to the people who need it most because uh, passenger rate is mainly for poor people and low income earners we are providing a service for them but most importantly we're doing it safely Now, during the lockdown, it is known that damage to property and infrastructure occurred. How did it occur and what is the recovery plan for the infrastructure uh, that was damaged? I think it's important for us uh, to know that uh, um, the Prasa network and Prasa infrastructure is porous, is is exposed. Uh, If you were to compare it, for instance, with the network of the Hau train, uh, it, it can't be accessed except through a designated station entrance. Uh, Prasa network, uh, on the other hand, is uh, you know accessible throughout the hundreds, if not thousands, of uh, you know kilometers of the network itself. Uh, uh, taking into account also that uh, there is a problem of poverty. Some people see the infrastructure that's available uh, to be harvested, you know, uh, so that they can sell uh, whatever they sell and get some money. There is a problem of drug abuse and drug addiction in, in mainly in some poorer communities and which are nearer to the network itself. But also we've had a problem of, um, you know, uh, corruption and maladministration involving the security companies uh, that uh, we, Prasa was paying to cut the network. Uh, they were working together with some people inside Prasa. And, uh, you know, through that, uh, Prasa uh, lost infrastructure of almost a billion rands over the past uh, three years uh, up to 2019. So, uh, it's, it's a multiplicity of factors. There is also 
um, you know, the involvement of uh, players who are in illegal mining, the Zamazamas getting in, involved uh, also into this new, uh, you know, uh, business of uh, sabotaging uh, the infrastructure. Uh, but, but we are uh, putting together a plan uh, Minister Mbalula is going to announce that plan very soon. I will not go into details of it for that reason. But something is being done uh, to make sure that, uh, you know, we uh, curtail, if not cap, uh, the, uh, the vandalism against our infrastructure. Now, with the reopening of Prasa Railways, the sale of monthly tickets has been put on hold and only weekly tickets are being sold. How is this affecting sales and revenue? And why was this... Ch- chosen as the method of going forward? Where you have uh, the system being vulnerable, um, you don't want a situation where somebody pays uh, for a month's uh, ticket, but then something happens, the train is not available, they've already spent money, and um, you know now they have to move to Texas, and you know already they don't have the money. So we 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 take it you know in small bits, um, you know uh, just so that uh, we are able also to control the inflow of people into into the trains. So the the system uh, is, is working very well currently. Um, uh, in that also we've minimized. Uh, the the problem of uh, people coming into trains without having paid, uh, which was prevalent before the lockdown. But we're making the service uh, more, I mean, available more and more to people who are paying for it. And, uh, you know, we think that uh, paying weekly is a safest bet as compared to taking money for the whole month when anything can, pers- can happen uh, during that particular month. Now, in Prasa and within your railways, has there been a significant number of employees who have been laid off or entrenched due to the effects of the pandemic? And is there a plan to possibly reinstate those that who were let go because of the pandemic after the pandemic? No, look, we didn't have a situation where we laid people off uh, because I, I think on our part, there was always an understanding uh, that uh, you know the, the the lockdown is a temporary uh, measure to sp- to to flatten the curve and to stop the spread of the virus. Uh, you know, so where jobs uh, are needed, uh, or rather where services are needed by our employees, we knew that uh, those services would be required uh, post lockdown. Uh, yes, it's been rough in terms of um, you know revenue, uh, but the Department of Transport has come to our aid and made some funding available to us so that we could be able to continue with our operations and we are proceeding with that. We do not have uh, any plans to lay off any workers. The only uh, plans that we have uh, it is to give uh, voluntary severance packages to people who meet the requirements. Regards, uh, you know, retrenchments, PRASA doesn't have those plans. And how is PRASA ensuring the safety of employees and customers during this pandemic? What is new that has been introduced because of the pandemic? We are adhering to uh, strict um, safety regulations as uh, prescribed by the government and the Department of Transport in particular. Um, you know, in terms of uh, how many people can uh, occupy a coach, uh, that um, everybody should be wearing a mask at all times, uh, that no mask, no ride, or a mask is a must. Uh, we are also uh, making sure that we provide with, uh, you know, san- uh, hand sanitation. Um, you know, uh, when people uh, approach uh, the trains, we make sure that... Um, you know, there is no informal trading taking place uh, in, in trains and in station 
stations, uh, at least that takes place in designated areas, itself, that people are not allowed to eat and drink. Um, you know, so it's 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 um it's the enforcement of uh, the COVID nineteen regulations as determined by the uh, government, strict uh, um, enforcement of that. Uh, that is why uh, we haven't had uh, a situation where you know, uh, trains are spreaders of the virus. Uh, if, if, if anything, uh, we want to make sure that uh, people are safe inside trains because that is our core business. It is to move passengers and to move them free, uh, safely and not uh, to make them sick as we are moving them. So we are satisfied with the progress that we're making and the situation as it is currently. Now, there is usually a lot of traffic at railway stations because of the high number of commuters. How is contact tracing successful or efficient in the event that a passenger or staff member tests positive for COVID-19? And have you had a case within your railways currently? Look, Presa, uh, you know, is an employer like all employers. And when you employ people, they live in communities. Um, they, uh, they, they are not just Presa employees. You know, they also have families, they have friends, they go to places. So we've had employees that contracted the virus and some have uh, unfortunately passed away. Uh, some get sick and come uh, and, and uh, recuperate and become better. So, um, you know, we've had cases uh, of, uh, you know, uh, of people uh, contracting the virus, but um, uh, I'm not aware of any situation where uh, people have, uh, you know, uh, contracted the virus um, uh, either, you know, in our trains or stations or, you know, in the workplace, uh, you know, where uh, somebody uh, is found to have had um, the virus and we, we, we follow the necessary process to make sure that um, the place is sanitized, is cleaned up, and that those who may have had contact with that person uh, must, uh, you know, do what is necessary. Uh, I don't know whether safe isolation or quarantine, whatever the right term is. And, and, and also that um, on our trains, we don't allow people who are symptomatic, people with uh, fever, people who are uh, coughing or uh, anything of the, of the sort. So we make sure that um, you know, uh, the, inside the trains and in the station facilities, uh, our passengers and employees are as safe as uh, we can possibly make them. And how did Prasa minimize the impact of COVID-19 on train operations while others didn't seem to do so well? Uh, I think uh, for us, really, uh, it's, um, it's, it's the fact that the lockdown gave us an opportunity to prepare. Uh, we used the opportunity uh, that was provided by lockdown uh, to make sure that uh, you know we, um, we 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 adhere to the safety regulations. We have been assisted in this regard by the Department of Transport, by the Rail Safety Regulator, um, and the Department of Health. Uh, so, Prasa being the the mass people mover, uh, does would not. Uh, would have a situation that is different to other modes of transport. And we are very uh, satisfied and pleased with the work that our COVID team has done to make sure that, uh, uh, you know, we adhere uh, to safety regulations, that uh, uh, employees adhere to safety regulations as well as passengers. And what contingency plans are being put in place to ensure that when another pandemic strikes, it doesn't catch your organization off guard? Our core business is um, the movement uh, or is moving uh, passengers, 
and uh, doing so um, safely. Um, you know, uh, the pandemic, uh, the COVID-19 pandemic is not something that um, anybody could have anticipated. Uh, you know, the rest of the world, all, all the world really was caught off guard by this, um, including our country and including uh, Prasa as well as, as, an, uh, as an entity. We will be guided by the Department of Transport uh, and the Department of Health uh, and authorities, uh, the regulators, and everybody to make sure that um, you know Prasa is um, you know continues to be safe in terms of uh, its uh, uh, business of moving passengers, and uh, you know we always adhere to the regulations as determined by authorities, uh, particularly health authorities, and uh, we are doing everything that they say we must do, and we do not do what they say we mustn't do. So. We are led as a, um, a part of society, broader society. We are led by authorities uh, in terms of, uh, you know, determining what is the right thing to do and, and, and making sure that uh, we adhere to that. And what challenges did you face when you resumed operations in Alert Level 3? And how did you overcome these challenges? Look, um, from... Um, Level three, uh, when we uh, resumed our services, as we are now on level two, um, in, in increasing capacity, um, you know, challenges were really those challenges that uh, one could expect that, uh, you know, there's a pandemic that uh, no one knew about, that no one didn't, that no one prepared for, as the president said on numerous occasions, this is, that this is unprecedented. The country has never experienced this. And, um, you know, all of us, you know, had to do what we had to do, uh, guided by um, uh, authorities. Also, they, uh, you know, taking a lot of um, um, direction and uh, advice uh, from the World Health uh, Organization and other relevant uh, uh, organizations. So we, we, we have uh, faced the challenges uh, of uh, making sure that, um, you know, even despite uh, having uh, limited resources, making sure that, um, uh, personal protection equipment is provided for employees that uh, you know the, we sanitize um, um, our trains and that we provide hand sanitize, uh, sanitizers for passengers um, uh, you know other than that really it is um, uh, following the regulations uh, that we have done and uh, you know we resumed the service once uh, the regulator and the department of transport were satisfied that uh, we were uh, ready to resume services and what are the recent developments with the process of recruiting more security guards to protect Prasa infrastructure? You know, in terms of um, um, uh, recruitment of the 3,100 security uh, or protection officers, that process is ongoing. Some are already on the ground and uh, we are deploying them uh, into to areas where, you know, the operations, uh, the operational lines and stations uh, they are working with uh, station marshals. Uh, also, Prasa broadly is working very closely with the police, uh, railway police in this regard. So uh, we are satisfied that, um, you know, uh, the vandalism that we've seen in the past uh, is going to be uh, greatly reduced uh, with the uh, ultimate aim uh, being to er eradicate it completely. Uh, but that will take a lot of collaboration between um, the various stakeholders, including members of the public, because the, the infrastructure belongs to the members of the public. And that 
was Prasa spokesperson Makosinin Dejwa expanding on how the impact of COVID-19 has affected the railway industry. This podcast was brought to you by Voice of Vids. By Voice of Vids. To hear more of our shows, tune in to 88.1. 88.1. Or stream, stream. via www.varfm.co.za.